0: Watched another movie and we really liked it it won a bunch of oscars is this ba- the intro
1: i'm very confused right now
0: we did well it's it's our theme song we're excited about it, it is <laughs>
2: yeah i'm very confused we got a new theme song to celebrate our transition into an anti-european super league podcast
0: Yes, very anti, very, very anti I don't know ESO. what
1: you're talking about. I support the independence of all football leagues, and fuck FIFA. Well,
0: yes, but... The football way. league is so, bigger than six
2: teams, goddammit. It was 12, it was, and you know it.
0: It was 12, <laughs> well, okay. and now it's three. and now, Well, I'm actually, very, no, it's zero now. now. it's zero. Eccentric.
1: But there that's was, not what we're here to talk yes. about, gentlemen. We're not here to talk about now, the late sporting so. soccer. Yes.
0: This is a movie podcast. No. Welcome to the Bitch Picture Podcast, where each week the three of us are going to watch a movie that won Best Picture at the Oscars completely at random. That Ross I, threw us off. You're welcome. I'm one of your hosts, Ross Pembenek, joined, bu- joined by my good buddies. Yay,
2: yeah, we're buddies this week.
0: Yes, we're good buddies.
2: Ooh, even better. no. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, I'm
1: Dylan, apparently.
2: <laughs> I, I'm Caleb. <laughs> yeah, I, I was expect, I would,
1: okay. would waiting on Caleb to always go second because I feel like this is your guys' brainchild and I'm just here for, you know, educational humor or just, you know, to screw up your systems Dylan, in any way possible. Where,
2: where are you this week? Because you've been in yeah, Brazil. Yeah, you've been in
0: Brazil and New Jersey. New Jersey. Where are you this week?
1: You know, I can't really disclose that information right now because the deal that I signed originally for this podcast is kind of, you know... They found out I stole their money, and I'm kind of in hiding right now. So, if you need to find me, though, it's 666 Alberta, Canada.
0: Oh, Canada. Okay, that's cool. Alberta? Yes. I like Canada. Um, so, before we get started with our movie discussion this week, um, I want to get a couple things um, out right real quick. So... Um, First up, after our first episode, this is the first. This is the first episode we recorded in a little bit. So um, after our first episode, we got a really really nice email from Ivy. So shout out Ivy, we appreciated your email. It was awesome. Um, and then second up, this is the last episode that we're going to be recording before the um, 2021 Oscars. So we may be doing something special for the Oscars between now and when this episode comes out I don't know uh, we haven't talked about it but I thought it might be fun
2: so if we did maybe. I hope y'all enjoyed us last night
0: yes yes this episode will be coming out <laughs> um, the day after the Oscars so um, yeah just keep, keep an eye on our socials and we may have something special come out for you guys
2: Bro, if they're listening to this the day after it fucking happens why would what That makes no sense. They've missed it. You guys have
0: missed it. I know. It's true.
1: That doesn't... None of this... uh, My brain hurts. Shut up, all of you.
2: That was... uh... Okay. And with that...
0: (laughs) (laughs) Caleb, we watched a movie this week.
2: We did. So we watched It Happened One Night um, from 1934, directed and co-produced by Frank Capra. It was actually good. Um, yes,
0: this was I, this was a great movie.
2: Yeah, I think. Well, we'll, we'll get into it, but anyway, you do a yes, little quick plot recap. Um, so Ellen Ellie Andrews, uh, who is played by Claudette Colbert. Um, so <laughs> it starts off on a boat. Um, she's on her daddy's yes. boat down in Florida, and she's like this. She's a wealthy heiress. Yes, she's a little socialite. She's all pampered and stuff but her dad is a big old meanie. Um, and so she gets into it with her dad, and her dad ends up <laughs> slapping her in what is apparently uh, like common or normal in ni- in the 1930s. I don't know. Yeah. But it was and a we big... We weren't alive back then, so... Baby. Yeah. And um, she got mad, justifiably, and jumped off the side of the boat <laughs> and went on the land. <laughs> and it was my favorite um. because there was like... Ten like sailor men who were sent after her, and she got away from all of them Mm -hmm. swimming in the middle of in a dress, off uh, in the middle of the ocean.
0: (laughs) And these big burly sailors couldn't catch her. They come
2: back. They're like, oh, we we couldn't get her. I don't know. She got away.
0: Also, um, they were arguing. She and her dad were arguing because she married um, this one dude. Very important. Yes. Yes. So she married. She married, uh,
2: she married a, a man named King Wesley, which is a extraordinarily strong name. Um, yeah, great name. And basically, the her dad believes that King Wesley just married her for the money, um, and she's just she's just being defiant. Like it's one of those things where if your dad or your parents say not to do something, then you want to do it even more. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Her dad's trying to convince her that Wesley is no bueno um, And she's like Yes he is dad And He is bueno Shut but-
1: up dad you don't know love anymore You've been married to my mom for the past two months Because you married that one three years ago And then that one four what? years ago I'm making a fucking joke that rich people Have multiple wives Oh okay,
2: oh, okay. For the love of god I'm in
1: people. comedy with children I need better cast members. I can't work under
0: these conditions. I mean I can boot you out of the Google meet if you want. Do it. Strike
1: <laughs> my me down, Ron. See what happens See what happens.
0: See I mean, what, what happened is it's just me and Caleb recording an episode.
1: <laughs> I mean you get me for like about the six minutes I've been in it, but like, you know, half that's blank, so you know. Do with it as you will. Strike me down. Dylan, you you're are the stuck. Guy. So anyways, Caleb. Deal with it. You're stuck. Well, I mean, I got the big red end button right here, but Caleb, continue.
2: Oh, yes, he Caleb wants continue. me to continue. Um, so anyway, <laughs> she runs away. She gets to a bus stop, um, and meanwhile, her father is freaking out. And her father puts out like a big reward. I think it was like ten thousand dollars or something for anyone who yes, it was about has 10, any information grand. about her who <laughs> finds her and turns her in. Um, it's like a big manhunt for her or for his uh, his spoiled um, um, socialite daughter. Uh, anyway she gets to the bus stop um, And she meets another man um, Played by Played by Clark uh, Gable um, His name is Peter Warren His character And he's a newspaper reporter And he's uh, not doing so hot um, But he his, his
0: introduction in this movie was great Yeah he,
2: <laughs> it was you He talk was about it. so good <laughs>
0: Yeah, just, they introduced Clark Gable, he is on the phone with his editor, and he is wasted. Horribly. Yelling at him. And there is just a group of people that are also wasted (laughs) standing outside the phone booth just cheering him on.
2: (laughs) Yeah. One thing we should say is this is wholeheartedly a comedy, um, as much as it is a romance movie. I thought this was a drama. Well... Again, genres are not mutually exclusive. It can be whatever no. you want
0: do. Spaceballs, man. Comedy and sci-fi. Ooh,
2: I have a fun fact about spaceballs
0: Later. Okay, we'll do it we'll do it later. We'll
2: do it later. Later. Movie.
1: Focus on right, the right. movie.
2: We are, bruh. Um, I'm just messing with you. (laughs) This is... uh, It's a funny movie. So, yeah, the the Clark Gable introduction is fantastic. He really, quite honestly, steals the show from the moment he's introduced for the rest of of the film.
0: I I don't know how much stealing he can do when he's top billing. When he's Clark
2: Gable, yeah.
0: When you're Clark Gable, you know.
2: Yeah. But that point notwithstanding. Um, So he, he bumps into her and... How does he bump into her? It's like it's on a they're on the bus they're, and
0: they're on the bus and she boards and he, there's only one seat left open and it's the seat next to Clark Gable.
2: Mhm. Who, who with the seat he has vacated to argue with the uh, like the baggage man or whatever. Yes. And he gets pissed off that she sits in it and they like butt heads about it. Um, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, he's it's not long before he recognizes who she is because this bounty has been circulating. Um, just like wanted posters and shit for her and so he catches on pretty quickly that this is like a wanted wanted woman um, and so you know they go through a bunch of adventures together um, and, and it's a
0: bunch of bickering back and forth between the yeah, two it for starts the off majority of the movie <laughs>
2: yeah they, their dynamic is fantastic really fun to watch Um, but they they, like Ellie uh, Claudette Colbert warms up to him a lot Um, and eventually through all these series of arguments and misadventures um, they start falling in love Um, so (laughs) Um,
0: they stop at a motel overnight mm -hmm. and there's the very famous scene with the uh, walls of Jericho as Clark Gable puts it, where he puts a string up through the middle of the room and tosses a blanket over um, to separate and make two rooms out of one so that they don't have to watch each other like change into their pajamas and they have a little privacy while they sleep. Um, And then in the morning, when the private eyes come to investigate all of the rooms looking for um, Claudette Colbert, um she and Clark Gable have this really great scene where they pretend to be an arguing married couple. Yeah, that's great. Which I think, that was one of the best scenes in the movie. That was so good. It was. It was pretty
1: nice. I enjoyed it a lot just because it showed, like, there was at least something there instead of just, like, I, I think I'm just overly done with, like, these kind of like modern day stuff like this one like you can definitely tell this is kind of like the basis for a lot of like modern day kind of like drama comedy whatever Mm -hmm. but like in today's modern day they don't really like focus on a lot of that anymore they just focus on goofy shenanigans and no real character to like envelop or develop or whatever Mm -hmm. and with this one just seems like it was a step in the
2: right direction or something like that Definitely, yeah, this was... So that scene cemented it. This was super influential. Um, and in this scene, you can really see the chemistry between um, Ellen oh, yeah. and, uh, and Peter kind of blossoming. Um,
0: they just bounce right off each other so What happens well.
2: is the, uh, like the manager of the motel or whatever suspects that Ellen is who she actually is um, and is wanted and is thinking about turning her in for the reward. So he goes to check in on them um, and... Peter is super protective and immediately launches into this big skit where he pretends that he's. He, he, uh, she is his husband. Or, his, wow. Is, you know what I mean. That they're yeah. married and that they hate each yeah. other. And they just explode into spontaneous improvised arguments and it's mm-hmm. it's very good and very funny.
1: He was just talking to me. Why do you got to be else defensive about it? I think that was a line apart. That was pretty I'd much been. an exact line I
0: think. <laughs> yeah. Um.
2: Yeah so um, eventually though on this bus trip because they're on a bus. They're traveling to New York so she, so that. From she, Miami right? From Miami so that she can rendezvous with uh, Wesley her fiance. Um but the bus eventually breaks down um there's a scene where where the whole bus is they're traveling along, it's nighttime, and they erupt into this it's a really lovely scene. Um
0: oh, where, they're all where singing. they all sing like all yeah.
2: these different um hymn, or they're no, not hymns, but they're ballads or whatever and someone's playing an instrument and it's just this really nice moment of levity and unity and mm-hmm. it's it, it's a very it's long it's a long scene where they're just they're just singing. It's like musical.
0: Uh, fun fact, fun fact. Um, that group of guys that's singing, the guy that does the third verse, that was Frank Capra.
2: Oh no shit! I did not. That yeah. went over my head.
0: Yep, that was Frank Capra. A
2: little uh, hmm. cameo. That's
0: cool. Mm-hmm. Director cameo before Hitchcock made it cool.
2: <laughs> um, and so they have to they have to keep going to New York. They decide to keep going together, um, and they start hitchhiking. So yes, (laughs) the one morning they're trying to hitchhike and they're trying to hail down, they're trying to stop a car to pick them up and give them a ride, and they have zero success.
0: Um, Well, specifically, Clark Gable has zero success, even though he's like, "I am an expert." There are many ways to pick up a a car for hitchhiking. Oh yeah,
2: and there's this whole slapstick scene where he's trying to hail down a cab, and he has all these different techniques, (laughs) and he's being super macho about it, and. He's like, well, if I can't do it, like it's impossible. we just got to lay here and wait on the side of the road. And uh, Ellie <laughs> Ellie decides to take matters into her own hands, and she walks up to the side of the road and just pulls up her dress ever so slightly. Um, I still think below the knee, but uh, just enough to display her, <laughs> her yeah, it f- was, female legs.
1: It was the, the entire calf, thir- and it was the best calf cinema has ever seen.
0: <laughs> but, I mean, in the 30s, that was like holy shit this is a little bit this is Well, yeah this, this is still the time of the d- oh my spicy. god that's an
1: ankle what the fuck that's an ankle oh my god how to react to there being an ankle you know also, this had
0: come out like three years later they wouldn't have even gotten away with that because this was before the um, moral code ethics the the, the code. code it's pre-code mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: The, all the puritans were like oh my god my eye it's a cat
0: we have to we have to keep the movies pure for the children. The children
1: who can probably not afford to get in the theater on their own. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, yeah, this had come out like.
2: A month, two the same year, three. I think. I think it came out in 34, and the code was enacted at the end of 34. Yeah,
0: I don't know when exactly. This came out like, I think, May of and 34. I, I got the I, got the page I looked it right up.
2: Here. I thought the code started in November of 34 or something.
0: So this came out in February of 1934. Okay. And if, so like
2: it's, extre- it's extremely before. close yeah this is one of the penultimate um, pre-code films mm-hmm. um, so it's very, the other thing that us- is obviously like pre-code is they also, they often show Ellen Claudette Colbert smoking cigarettes um, mm-hmm. which really established her character as like some you know swanky like super powerful woman character um, who just mm-hmm. chain smokes because it's fucking cool. <laughs> I gotta say it. Um but, but yeah, super obviously pre-code. Cool there's a lot of a lot of things we can talk about in that regard. Um, but anyway, she pulls up her leg or she pulls up her dress revealing her leg um, Pulls m- up her leg
1: and then takes off the leg and then swings it at a car and then breaks the window and they take that <laughs> car. So it knocks the
2: driver unconscious and they drive off. Yes. Yes. And, very now, modern but very nice. But immediately there's screeching brakes. The f- next car who sees her leg stops immediately um, and they get on and she's super cocky about that for a while she's like <laughs> the, the guy that they're hitchhiking with is <laughs>
0: saying everything yes I love him he
2: kept singing the whole time <laughs> he's one of my two favorite characters in the movie it was just and as we, it was really obnoxious and it was meant to be I mean it was so funny yeah, it's him, he,
0: him, and another guy who we'll get to later in the plots are my favorite characters. So
2: okay, um, uh, this is where Claudette Colbert says her line, which is super famous, where she says that she proved that the limb is mightier than the thumb yeah. um, mm-hmm. because she succeeded in hailing a car with her leg. <laughs> but um, <laughs> anyway, uh, so. They stop a little while later. They're taking a ride in this guy's car, and they stop for lunch, but they're not hungry because they don't have money anymore.
0: Well, they're hungry, but they don't have money to eat.
2: I'm sorry, that's what I meant. Yeah, they don't have money to purchase food. They're eating raw carrots that they stole out of some farmer's field. So the driver of the car goes in to eat, and um, Peter and Ellen stretch their legs, and while they're off walking... Around this little service station area, the driver runs back and speeds off, really fast, um, leaves them behind in the dust. But they also, but he has their bags. Um, so Clark Gable takes off down the road on foot and catches up to this Model T. Um, and <laughs> we don't see it; it's off screen. But I, apparently, he beats he- the driver unconscious and steals the car. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's very much implied, but like, I feel <laughs> like
1: we need that old time. We just like, doo, 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 yeah, and like it would do, 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 wha- like, Awesome wha- to have a little wha- tussle. Whack,
0: wha- mm-hmm. Like a Chaplin or a Buster Keaton style fight. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> exactly. It fits
2: so well. And all the, like, the newsy accents that they do, like the Eastern Seaboard shit, like the, come here, Oh say, my god. It, say,
0: there's a, up, l- up, that bus driver put at the beginning there. had that.
2: Tough boy. They get the car back and they start going. Um,. They stop at another motel. Eventually, the walls of Jericho go up. They're sleeping, and the owners of this particular hotel or motel are very suspicious. Uh, that they're not married. That Peter and Ellie are not married, and also Peter negotiates with them that he is about to come into some money, so he will. They're going to stay there a week, and he'll pay them at the end of the week once he earns money. Mm -hmm.
0: and And at this this point they're really close to New York they're They're almost there I
2: think they're in New York State they're like they're approaching New York City
0: it was was either like New Jersey, Philly or something like that it was was really close to New York
2: nearby Um, (laughs) so and I love the couple who own this motel because they're (laughs) big he was my other favorite yeah he uh the the husband uh, the people who own this hotel is a husband and wife and The husband is clearly very much a a pushover, and Peter Sweet talks him into taking the hotel room without paying for it up front, and his wife is so pissed at him for doing that, again, because apparently he does it all the time, and gets gets shafted Mm. all the time, just totally ripped off. Anyway, so they're very suspicious of the couple for not being married. Um, During this time in the motel room, um, some spicy stuff is going down.
0: Yes, uh, Ellie
2: confesses. Yeah, the walls LA. of Jericho are up, but
0: but the the emotional walls of Jericho come down. Very
2: down. The blanket um, has
1: fallen. I repeat, the iron, the white curtain over over the eastern seaboard of the United States has fallen. The Israelites are in. Wait, what? That. What? The walls of, walls of walls Jericho. Of Jericho. I know
2: that, but I made uh, an Iron Curtain reference, so well, now we're here. Equally valid, man. Equally valid. Anyway. <laughs> Ellen peeks around the Walls of Jericho and throws her, herself at at Peter with the utmost passion and just declares her love for him. Um, and Peter's really taken aback. He's kind of weirded out a little bit, because, well, that was sort of sudden. Is it? Um, yeah, deep down,
0: he feels the same way. Yeah, but...
2: Ellen feels rejected though because he's not immediately like, "Oh my God, I love you too." Um, nah. So, <laughs> no. Ellen, taking that soundbite, I'm taking that, sound, that sound bite, sound I'm
0: I'm mic- that sound bite <laughs> you <laughs> can my 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 that. Can you make that sound for the microphone one more time? <laughs>
1: Yeah, I don't, it, nope, nope, nope I don't need that, I don't need that nope, it was No, of me. I don't need I any of that Sorry No, no, I don't care what
2: y'all are talking about this now This is part I'm of my microphone goodbye. working properly now So I gotta make the little mm, The lip smacks No,
1: you did it again, why? <laughs> I thought you would stop don't. You have lied don't to me the headphones came off. Huh? <laughs> I have it, it's right here I'll I have leave wah. call right I have leave call right here I, It's a click it's a collect. Get, just shut up and keep explaining,
2: <laughs> Caleb, for the love a fuck before I leave. <laughs> okay, sorry. Right, anyway, I'm sorry. I had to get it out of my system. Um, Ellen feels rejected. Peter's not super stoked immediately about it. He's kind of confused or surprised um, because the whole way along, Ellen has been talking about her husband King. God damn it, her husband's name is King. I can't get over the imagine name.
0: Naming your child, Imagine naming your child King. I mean, like, in, the expectations for that immediately child.
2: Immediately guaranteeing his life as an asshole. Um, yeah. <laughs> so she goes back to her bed, and she's all upset and crying, and Peter peeks over the walls of Jericho after she has fallen asleep, and is like, did you really mean it? Um, but she's asleep. And so his grand plan is, since he's been... Tagging very closely and spending every minute together with this woman who's who's like the unlike America's most wanted essentially for running away from her father, um, and him being a newspaper writer, of course, he's like, oh shit, I'm he's gonna got, go right about. He's this got the up. scoop, and this is a great story because I have fallen in love with this mogul's daughter, who is on the lam to rendezvous with her fiance but she has along the way fallen in love with me. What the heck? I gotta go write this up. So he takes the car and drives to New York City um, and writes it up as fast as he can. Um, he's up for several hours through the night doing that. Um, and meanwhile, the people at the motel where he left Ellen <laughs> noticed that... <laughs> Um, from their perspective, Peter has totally ditched her.
0: <laughs> My favorite one <laughs> in the movie. What's the line? What's when, the line? When um, the wife wakes up her husband and she's like, They left. I told you he would leave. And he's just like, he's well, like Oh, he's oh, gone. Oh, There's nothing I can do about it now.
2: <laughs> I've been bamboozled again. <laughs> I've been speckled off. <laughs> speckled or. So, yeah, they go and learn banging on Ellen's door and they're like, what the fuck? You guys weren't married. This is an affair. You have to get out. This is a respectable institution, she says. Uh, And she throws Ellen out straight up. Um, So Ellen's like, well, what the fuck? And Ellen, not knowing what Peter went off to do, Peter's intentions were to be back before Ellen woke up. But that's not going to happen now because she's awake. (laughs) Um, So she's like, oh shit, I confess my love to this man and he completely ghosted on me. So she thinks she fucked up. Um, So she walks up the street to a payphone and calls her father um, to come pick her up. Uh, And she just turns herself in pretty much and and in that moment accepts the marriage to King Wesley. Clark Gable is... um, he goes back to the motel. Well, no, 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 not yet. He takes his story oh, to, to the uh, to the publisher, to his newspaper, and sells it for $1,000 um, to his editor, who is very excited for him and very excited to have such a crazy story. Um, and so he goes and sells it, gets the cash, and he's on his way back to the motel to tell um, Ellen... Like what he's done, and to propose to her, he, his thing was he couldn't propose to her without money, and he had just gotten a thousand dollars. So yeah, um, and I'm sure he had every intention of paying the uh, the motel room. <laughs> maybe, um, maybe, anyway. quite possibly, okay. probably not. They're still hunting him to the day. Yeah, who knows that
0: that line? That line just. Was perfectly delivered I keep laughing about
2: it <laughs> the, the motel owners he says, There's nothing I can do about it now They're like hastily lighting candles And it's the middle of the night And he's like oh, 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 What's going on I'm so sorry <laughs> Speckledor does, As Dylan said Yeah <laughs> um, So anyway Peter's on the way back to the motel And he actually passes Um Ellen on her way back to New York City with her dad and King Wesley and he sees them in the car going going by and he's like oh fuck like she chose him after all and my chances are gone um and so he gets really discouraged and so Peter gets really discouraged and he kind of just drops off the radar he's like fuck she's gonna marry this other guy and she thinks I'm an asshole and like my chance is gone because Ellen thinks that Peter has completely betrayed her for the reward money Um, Mm -hmm. and so Ellen's like I'm just going to go marry Mary Wesley and it's the wedding day day. Yeah, Um, Ellen's talking to her dad and her dad's really like not into the whole King Wesley marriage thing but begrudgingly Mm -hmm. going along with it um, probably you know, he after he's just
1: pushed it For the, probably the majority of the movie He's
2: like come on Yeah, he, I think like, he just doesn't want the bad publicity I don't know Yeah, He's just going along with it um, But Ellen kind of spills the beans She's clearly upset, she cries, breaks down to her dad um, And tells her everything that had happened And um, Her dad's like Oh this Peter guy And, and he had um, A note from Peter from like forever ago When they had first met and Peter had reached out to her dad like kind of scoping out the reward money being like hey I wanna talk to you about your daughter or whatever um, so Ellen's like it, it's it's toast like this guy just wanted the money the whole time. So when his, uh, after that conversation Ellen's father calls Peter and offers him the reward money and peter's like no i don't fucking want the reward money i'm not in it for the reward money he's like and just
0: pay me back for the hotels yeah
2: pay me back for the gas he actually he itemizes a list of all of the things he had sold along the way to pay for gas um to drive her in in the stolen car (laughs) we don't ever talk about the grand theft auto that occurred the rest of the movie um nah we don't need to. No one ever needs to talk minor. about Grand Theft Auto. Nah, minor plot point.
1: <laughs> minor plot point. I Nothing really resolves it. from it. For love. It's for he love. He did it for love. Oh, God. Love conquers yeah. all those Ma-wage. bastards. My Mowage is Ma-wage. what brings us together.
2: Just
0: together today. Kind of
2: like this movie. Yep. Um, anyway, Peter agrees to go and pick up the check from Ellen's dad. Um, and when he gets there, uh... Her dad presses him for an explanation of of his behavior, and like he demand, he asks over and over again if if Peter loves his daughter, and he like dodges the questions, and he's like just coming up with like unrelated responses. And finally, like after four times of asking if he loves her, he just screams yes, and then he he storms out, and and so that's that's that. Um, Ellen doesn't know this has occurred, obviously, and it's the wedding day. There's one interaction between Ellen and Peter outside of her father's office.
0: It's like as Peter's leaving, they just Mm -hmm. kind of lock eyes for just a brief second. And
2: she's looking super posh, and she's like in her, not her wedding dress, but like her pre-party dress or whatever, and drinking a cocktail and socializing, and she has this big, long trail on her dress and everything. He's pissed, um, and Mm. he thinks that Ellen has just completely duped him.
0: Blown him over.
2: Almost kind of. Almost kind of. Um, and so he storms out and leaves or whatever. And so it's the wedding day. Um, they're walking down the aisle. It's, it's Ellen and her dad are side by side and the whole way down the aisle, her dad's like muttering these things in her ear. Like, you know, you can always get out of this. And I'm like, your car's waiting. If you decide to run away, there's a car waiting for you at the back gate and shit. And he reveals in those interactions as they're walking down the aisle that um, Peter did not take the reward and was not interested in the reward, um, mm-hmm. and so they get up to the altar and they start reading, uh, like the priest is like, "Do you take Wesley as your husband or whatever?" And um, she dumps him.
0: She just she runs. Yeah, she just runs.
2: She's like, "Fuck this!" And she bolts for Spaceba-
0: it. Spaceballs did the same thing. It's,
2: yeah, it's a. They took inspiration from this. That was why I said we were going to talk f- about Spaceballs later.
0: <laughs> I. I, going into this, I didn't think we'd be talking about Spaceballs in the inha- in the uh, It Happened One Night episode, but here we are. It shows you how influential this movie was. an incredible
2: amount of pop culture, like, items took inspiration from this movie. It's ridiculous, mm-hmm. the amount of stuff that is inspired by this. Anyway, we don't see them rendezvous, Ellen and Peter. We assume they do because Ellen's father is, like, waiting in the office. Um, And he receives the official annulment of marriage between Ellen and and King Wesley. He ends up paying off King Wesley like a hundred grand to uh, go away and accept the annulment.
0: if you just accept this annulment, I will pay you so much money.
2: Proving he was only ever in it for the money, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, that's what you do in the
1: first place.
2: Like, you just say, hey, how much money? And then he goes, meh. I know, you would have avoided this whole runaway fiasco. Just pay off the but, love interest, goddamn! Um, but the dad didn't want to part with his money until the until end. Until the end. So, Ellen and Peter have run Sheep off together. Basted. They are. He receives a telegram from Peter, and and they're in Michigan now. So, he they've they've run off. I think they're going off to like the ocean or something they talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, and the telegram says like, "Hey, what's holding up the annulment? You slowpoke! The walls of Jericho are toppling." so clearly they're in a hotel room and there's lots of anticipation
0: it's the <laughs> end. and
2: uh so it, her dad but, having secured the annulment um, sends a telegram back that says let him topple and that's it the end goes well,
1: with the movie and it all oh. works out great that's basically the end we don't need to talk, like no the end is iconic
2: we've, Oh, for the love of God! We've talked about the plot for a while. We can talk about things we like (laughs) now. Anyway, they they they're at a hotel, uh, and they tell the uh, the motel owner to bring them a toy trumpet, and they play a little, and that's the end of the movie. Meaning they finally fucked. (laughs) The walls of Jericho came tumbling down. (laughs) So that's that is the movie we watched
0: (laughs) this week. That is the plot so I would like to ask you too. what
2: what'd you think?
1: It's fine like there's nothing like the characters carry it the it's story's
2: fine. just fine yeah it's a uh, yeah it's fine too. I think it's the best movie we watched so far um oh yeah
0: definitely no. it's a
2: genuinely good movie it's it's fun it's funny you laugh um and for a movie made in
0: Yeah, I was just going to say, for a movie made in 1934, the comedy holds up. Well, the comedy
1: holds up, and I said the characters hold up, but the story doesn't. That's all I'm saying.
2: Well, you were talking about earlier how so many... more recent movies have taken inspiration from this story. Oh, every movie done from that, that well. beyond.
1: Again, that could just be because, like, I've seen this plot before and I got very tired of it. So, you know, that just comes with the territory. But
0: this is the source of all those right. movies. Like, those movies don't exist without this. I don't care if it's the and-
1: source because I've seen every... I haven't seen this movie up until now and, like, I just kept watching this. But I'm like, oh, so this is what started it all. Neat, I've seen this plot before. Comedy's a lot better than most of these movies. But, you know, characters are better. I mean, it's fine, man. I, it's average. I don't need to like everything. I don't need to like this one, so it's fine. It's you don't just need to fine, like everything, man. but you
2: need to like something.
1: I did like something. You did like Spotlight. I liked that's spotlight. right Spotlight. For the love of God, you people are coming at me like I hate Bottom film. <laughs> I have forgotten
0: about this Spotlight. So, Caleb. What are your thoughts? What do you
2: like? I thought it was very good. I thought it was very funny. Um, like we said, um, for 1934, it's remarkable how well that the humor holds up. Clark Gable, yes, absolutely. I, agree. I mean, it, it's so fun to watch, um, and you can see that this movie is really the root of a lot of movies to come after it. Um, I, I was I was reading about it, and there's like seven Indian movies, seven Indian remakes. Of this movie, really? the latest being 2007, so it, it has a global impact. I think it, it's very;
0: mm-hmm. it
2: resonates with a lot of people for a lot of different reasons. Also, it's uh we didn't touch on it in the plot summary um, so much, but the, uh, the 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 Great Depression um, commentary was very uh, mm-hmm. prevalent. There was a lot of uh, plot elements that were. Like, like I think a lot of people could relate to about suddenly being thrust into essentially poverty and that sort of thing. I think it was very mm. powerful, probably I mean definitely more so at the time. It was very powerful. Um, so I thought it, I thought it was great. I think it's the best movie we've watched so far. It only took us four movies to get a get a pretty good one.
0: A really, really good one. I, I, I agree with Caleb. I think it was awesome. Um, Clark Gable was insanely good.
2: There, there are no words. Just incredible. We don't have people like Greg yeah. Well, we might. But
1: well, we spoke an entire word prior. Prior words to we this. We've spoken forty so, uh, minutes of words.
0: Yep. So, so, uh, so. Dylan, uh, well, one to ten. How would you rate this? Five. Five. Okay, Caleb.
2: This is a. Should I do another point five, you guys? I don't know. It's your personal scale. Yeah, you we get, don't influence it's,
0: shit. You it's an eight,
2: speak with your it's heart. A, it's
0: an 8.5. Yeah, that's where I'm at, too. It was very, very well done.
2: Some of the other fun facts, so, I don't know if you guys know that Bugs Bunny was in part inspired by Clark Gable's performance in this movie. Really? So was Clark Kent. Clark Kent, very, really. Did not know that. Yeah,
1: but Clark Kent, it, 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 it said that, like... When making Superman, this man was... He was based off of that for Superman. Wow. I mean, for Mm -hmm. Clark Kent, for his alter year. You know what I mean.
0: When they were first writing it, they're like, that Mm -hmm. guy. Um, Before we get into year in film, I've got one little trivia thing, too. So the the first Walls of Jericho scene, when Clark Gable is stripping and putting on his pajamas, um, he takes his shirt off, and he does not have an undershirt, which was very uncommon at the time. People wore undershirts back then, but Clark Gable, he was trying to act and take all his clothes off at the same time and taking off the undershirt threw off his comedic timing and it's kind of an urban legend now that after this movie came out the sales of undershirts plummeted
2: i do remember hearing that that's crazy it really is just demonstrates how much i mean how influential he was in his time and Mm -hmm. his heyday i mean
1: that's just influential in hollywood Uh and all that Mm. that's the power of an influencer man show
2: 1934
0: the 7th oscars one of the earliest oscars we have and obviously it happened one night came home with best picture but it also received nominations in best director for frank capra best actor for clark gable best actress for claudette colbert and it's called it was called best adaptation back then but it was it's essentially the best adapted screenplay category yeah,
2: best writing or whatever
0: yep it got nominated in what's now considered the big 5 Picture, director, actor, actress, writing. And it came home with all five of those. Boom, chicka, wow, and, uh, why is
1: that your comment for everything now? <laughs> Before we recorded this, why? Why so, is it that? Boom, chicka, wow, wow. <laughs> I leave again, so Caleb, um, I'll do it. Me. I'll do it still records
0: you. Um. So, there were twelve Whoa. nominees for I'll best picture oh. this year. I'll do it. I'll, I'll, do, it. Okay. I'll do it. You're that was pushing the last one. me. Right. So there were twelve nominees for best picture this year. So that's a shit ton of movies. So I'm not going to name all of them. I after watching It Happened One Night, I went and watched two more. I watched The Gay Divorcee and The Third Man. Um, the Third Man was very very good. The Gay Divorcee was good. Okay. Neither of them were nearly as good as this movie Yeah, this Um, one is
2: special For a a lot of the reasons I I listed A lot of reasons Just its longevity and its influence
0: This was the first of Capra's three Best Director wins And his second nomination out of six total over his lifetime Which is quite a bit Um, So I mentioned earlier this movie won the Big Five It was the first movie to do that To win Best Picture, Best Director, Best Actor, Best Actress, and Best Screenplay all in one year. Um, since then, only two more movies have done it. So we're going back to trivia, boys.
2: Who are the other two movies? Should I say them? Because I, um, I wrote them down. I wrote down this fun fact. Oh, I, you're I, no I f- didn't. I didn't. I you're didn't. No fun. So Dylan, guess.
1: I'm. I'm playing. Uh, Lord of the Rings: Return, of, nope. Return of the King. And uh, fuck you. Let me have my moment here. Uh, Titanic. Nope. It's,
2: oh, fuck. Um, it was. Um, um, what was, it? It
1: was uh,
0: don't no no. I he no this. hints no hints. The headphones, the headphones are, are off. off I'm not hearing
1: any of this. His
0: headphones are off. I don't even off. know if I'm right or if I'm don't wrong. All right. um, you get one more guess, so you get to name two more movies. I get three more. Okay, name three movies that won Best Picture. Uh, Let me and I'll tell you if they won the Big Five.
1: Uh, these are great things to know. I don't know anything about years in film. What are you? Talking <laughs> about? Um, um. Do you get was up? I right? Uh, yeah, fuck it. I don't care yeah, anymore. You were not
0: right. It was um, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Um, that was in the mid-70s. I don't know exactly what year it was. And then The Silence of the Lambs in 1992. Yeah. Was, now, a, you know, I, I think it, it was one of those it was uh, 75.
2: So. 75, okay. So it was a full almost 50. well.
0: It was 41 years until the next movie. That, and Fine. it has not happened in, in next 30 next- years now. That's crazy. Um, so, yeah, highly influential, and it accomplished something that does not happen very often. Um, to, I mean, to do so something that, office, hap-
2: that has happened three times ever, I mean,
0: it's Yeah. Um, at the box office, it happened one night, came in fifth place in the box office this year. Um, Cleopatra was number one overall at the box office in 34. Isn't uh, Cle- that movie,
1: like, 17 years long?
0: No, that would be the 60s version. This version is not nearly as long. Um... The other
2: uh, sort of... Cleopatra? Oh, go ahead. About Cleopatra.
0: I was going to say, Cleopatra also got a Best Picture nomination. It was one of, yeah, again, one of 12, so I'm not going to sit here and rattle off all of those.
1: We don't have
2: the time <laughs> for <We're> that. We <laughs> a lot back in the day.
0: And last thing I've got, um, so Shirley Temple this year won the very first Juvenile Academy Award. Uh-huh.
2: For tap dancing?
0: For... I don't I can't remember what the, the movie is but the
2: but she, <laughs> the fuck? But she the fuck? won the
0: Academy Juvenile Award and she was the first of 12 people to get this award that they awarded kind of oh, like I remember
2: yeah, it the every once in a while it's I just remembered it's the award for the best virgin drink that you can order at a that, restaurant yes
0: that's it um, it's delightful <laughs> it's um, so Judy Garland got one Mickey Rooney got one so, and um, Bob Pope you, called it the Oscarette because it was literally a small Oscar oh, statue. Really
2: Oscar. Interesting. I read mm-hmm. that Claudette Colbert absolutely hated this uh, script.
0: Yeah, she, she did. She hated it. And she was so convinced
2: night. that she was never winning Best Actress, that she was on, I think she had boarded a train on her way off to like vacation yeah. during the Oscars ceremony, and when she won, mm-hmm. they pulled her off and brought her back to the mm-hmm. show. And she was just so dumbfounded.
0: And apparently when they wrapped filming, she went to her friend's house and was like, I just finished the worst movie ever made.
2: That's so interesting. Because it's, I mean, honestly, I mean, it's an extraordinarily influential film. I mean, this is Bugs Bunny. Oh, absolutely. Bugs Bunny came from this shit.
0: All right, so with that, I think that wraps up our It Happened One Night discussion. So, Dylan. It's time to spin the wheel.
1: Number is that 41
0: 41? Oh, that? it's like a mid tier, Caleb. Middle of the, that's look, that's like late 60s, I think.
2: Caleb, who's got the list? Pulled oh, I thought Dylan was in charge. <laughs> none of us have the list. Oh, no,
1: wait, I thought you guys have the list. Hold I on, pull, on, I hold on, I on, on the, the number. 41
2: is Oliver with an exclamation point at the end. Oh, like Oliver. Oliver's
0: List? Okay. Oliver, 1968. Oh, man, we were so
1: it's close also, to The Godfather. S- we were so close. We don't get good no, things no. anymore.
2: But you can't say Oliver. We have to refer to it for the rest of time as Oliver!
1: Al- Oliver! Oliver!
2: So. <laughs> so,
0: there you have it. We all have um, to watch Final Fantasy 4 sign off. Week.
1: It's a fine movie. You'll have fun with it. That's about it. Characters are great. <laughs> I loved it. Caleb, do you love
2: it? I think the characters and the story and the uh, experience were great. So, we didn't do ratings, did yeah, we? Did so. we do ratings? That, that oh, that was, we did. You did eight yeah, and a half, did. I did we eight and a half and Dylan did you both five. gave it eight and
1: a halves so and oh, I sorry. gave it a five. It's been a long. Even
0: with Dylan tanking it, it's still our number one. It's still number tanking one. On tanking
1: it, wow. Okay, you want me to tank it real quick? I can change my vote real quick. You know,
0: it's already been locked in. I've already put it in the calculator.
1: Um, <laughs> too bad. I can. So, oh, look, you can hit clear and it's a new statement.
0: All right. So that concludes our discussion on it happened one night. Um, so follow us on Twitter at Binge Picture. Um, like us on Facebook at the Binge Picture Podcast. Follow us on Letterboxd, at Binge Picture Pod. Or send us an email at bingepicturepod at gmail.com Send us your thoughts, your questions, your concerns, your hatred. We don't care.
2: Also, I, so, I sincerely really hope, maybe, if we do it, that you enjoyed the show last night.
0: Yes, if we if you're listening to this and we did do something during the Oscars, we hope you yeah, enjoy it. Thanks for it. tuning in, perhaps. If doing so. per- perhaps. If it happened. <laughs> if not, then just ignore this bit.
2: <laughs> and next week we'll we'll so add enjoy- a new Best Picture winner to the, well maybe two weeks I don't know, depends on the timing. We'll, we're, we'll we're never not
0: know. We're definitely not watching it next week because next week we got to watch Oliver. But we'll add it after the Oliver the Oliver episode. I have to do the inflection. Oliver, Oliver, Those- <laughs> goodbye. All right, see you, folks.